This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning. It is 8 o'clock sharp. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Ted Woodward. Steve McIntosh has the day off. It is Tuesday, November 22nd, just a couple days out from Thanksgiving. We'll be taking a look at new COVID variants that are on the rise. Former police chief Ramsey intends to file a lawsuit against the city of Wichita. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Fairly nice weather leading into Thanksgiving Day, then big changes as a cold front moves in with chances of precipitation by Thursday. Our full forecast on the way in just a few minutes. And currently in Wichita, we do have a little bit of patchy fog. It is with 95% humidity. It is 33 degrees here on this Tuesday morning. Former Wichita Police Chief Gordon Ramsey has joined a couple of other current deputy chiefs and a former deputy chief. They're legal claims against the city of Wichita. Ramsey's notice of intent filed Monday is requesting $400,000 to be put toward hiring an independent investigator and a public apology from the city to be made to Ramsey. It also states Ramsey's intent to join Deputy Chiefs Jose Salcedo and Chester Pinkston, along with former Deputy Chief Wanda Givens, in calling for City Manager Robert Layton and City HR Director Chris Bezruki to resign immediately. The notice alleges in part that Layton had asked then-Chief Ramsey to show favor and give a pass in an ongoing investigation of a WPD captain who was under criminal investigation. It also alleges that Layton lied to the public and city council when he denied knowing about the texting investigation, despite WPD leadership personally informing him about the text messages. There's been no response from Layton or Bezruki about the notice. The city and WPD say they cannot respond to pending or potential litigation. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Two new COVID-19 variants are on the rise in the United States. According to new data released last week, the BQ1 and BQ1.1 variants are responsible for half the COVID cases in the U.S. They're descendants of the BA5 variant of Omicron, which has been the dominant strain in the country since the summer. The symptoms of the two variants are similar to other variants, including exhaustion, fever, cough, and shortness of breath. Both Pfizer and Moderna have reported that people who get the new bivalent booster shot will be more protected from a severe case of COVID than those who have not been vaccinated or who had a shot long ago. More than 2,300 people have died of COVID in the U.S. in the past week. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. Fire damaging a home in southeast Wichita. This was yesterday afternoon, 9,500 block of East Stafford Court. It's near Webb and Pawnee. Fire crews found flames coming from the garage, which had spread to the two-story home. Captain Casey Hosheld says it was a challenge getting enough manpower to battle this fire. We've got to have that manpower to put the larger lines in place and move those throughout the house. But once we start attacking the fire with those larger hand lines, typically we can darken these fires down pretty quickly. No one was home at the time of the fire. Damage estimated at $350,000. Police are still investigating the case of four murdered college students in Idaho. The victims' families are beginning to lay them to rest. 
Loved ones gathering to remember the first victim of last week's quadruple murder in Idaho. Ethan Chapin, who was just 20 years old, is remembered as a triplet, a devoted friend, son, and brother. His siblings also attend the University of Idaho, as the family says they were all so close. Yesterday, the community joined together in his home state of Washington for an emotional memorial service. Ethan's mother fighting back tears as she thanked the community for their support. Back in Idaho, authorities are still working to find the person responsible for the senseless murders of Ethan, Kaylee, Madison, and Zana. Police are broadening their search at the crime scene as we learn a parking lot and forested area which back up to the house are now blocked off by police tape. And that's Fox's Brooke Singman with that report. One man is hospitalized after he was hit by a vehicle southeast of Wichita. This was before 9.30 last night. A crash at the intersection of 47th Street South and Highway K-15. The victim, a man in his late 20s, initially he was found not breathing. A bystander who witnessed the crash started performing life-saving measures, and, and then also a Sedgwick County Sheriff's deputy arrived on the scene and helped. The victim was updated to critical condition just about 10 minutes later and hospitalized. Investigators at the scene say initial reports show the victim had stepped off the curb onto the roadway, not in the designated crosswalk when he was hit. The victim did not have any identification on him and officers are still trying to identify that victim. The Honoré Adversus Foundation, which is associated with the Wichita Police Department, is, announces the 2022 Gary R. Sawyer Thanksgiving Smoke Event. That's today. It's held in the west parking lot of Cowtown. The event will see the Honoré Adversus Foundation partner with the Wagon Masters and other sponsors to prepare, cook, and deliver just about 175 Thanksgiving meals to those that are less fortunate. The event uh, already kicked off here in the 8 o'clock hour and are cooking all those turkeys and putting everything together. And the meals then will be delivered in the mid to late afternoon hours today to people that are in need. Well, are your packages going to get to where they want to be this time of year? We'll see. And uh, a couple of lucky beings were pardoned yesterday at the White House. We'll talk about that. KNSS News Time, 8.05. Eight oh nine with Stephen Ted here on ninety eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. A sign that things may be returning to a level of pre-pandemic normalcy for the shipping industry. With the holidays right around the corner, carriers like the U.S. Postal Service, FedEx, and UPS are projecting to have enough capacity to have most to all packages delivered on time. Industry experts say several factors have played a role in the change, including an increase in brick-and-mortar shoppers and more consumers getting ahead start of those shopping lists. The optimism represents a sharp contrast to holiday seasons in 2020 and 2021, which saw all sorts of supply chain problems. John Saucier, Fox News. President Biden issuing his annual pardon to a couple of lucky turkeys ahead of Thanksgiving. The North Carolina-raised turkeys named Chocolate and Chip couldn't hide their excitement hearing the official presidential pardon. I hereby pardon, yes. President Biden hosting the official pardoning on the South Lawn, where his dog made an appearance from the White House balcony as the president infused some political humor. 
The only red wave this season is going to be a German Shepherd commander knocks over the cranberry sauce on our table. The two turkeys will now return to the Tar Heel State and be put in the care of North Carolina State University's College of Agriculture and Life Sciences. At the White House, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. We're coming up on 8-11 with Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. We just had a traffic accident involving two vehicles. This is at Broadway and Orem. Southbound Broadway is actually shut down there. That is just south of Kellogg's. You're going to want to try to avoid that again. That's a southbound Broadway shut down just south of Kellogg after an accident. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And we're just two days out from Thanksgiving. Got to get that weather forecast. Here's meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have a clear sky, quiet start to the day here in Wichita, but changes are on the way, especially as folks are traveling Wednesday night into Thursday. Computer models are indicating more moisture moving in, and that will lead to chances of rain, possibly some snow by Thursday night. Sunny and 59 degrees this afternoon, clear and 38 overnight, breezy and 56 on Wednesday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the south, 33 degrees, some patchy fog. And it, we have 95% humidity here on this Tuesday morning, a couple days out from Thanksgiving. It's 8-12 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS here on this Tuesday morning. Uh, early voting begins in at least one county in Georgia today. We're getting up to that December 6th runoff for the U.S. Senate. However, guess what? There's already problems. The state's Republican attorney general is appealing a judge's ruling that would allow in-person voting coming up on Saturday, which is two days after Thanksgiving. State elections officials in Georgia say law bans elections within two days of a holiday. But Democrats insist the holiday restriction does not apply to runoffs. <laughs> and that removing the only Saturday voting option would make voting difficult for wage workers who punch a time clock on weekdays. Always something wrong yeah, in Georgia. Always going to be some. And other places, too. It's not just Georgia. Oh, yeah. Always a problem. It is 8-13 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. In Wales, a group of robbers forced their way into a warehouse, and they got away with a bunch of TVs. A big haul, a whole truck full. However, one small problem. These were not new TVs. Oh, no. They were defective TVs. Ah, defective. That were in temporary storage before being returned to the manufacturer. Mm. So this bunch of robbers uh, got away with a whole truck full of TVs that uh, there's something wrong with them. They don't work. (laughs) Ah, just couldn't quite make that happen. You ever seen, like, uh, the traditional Welsh spellings on road names and... You know, seen signs from the areas with a lot of consonants. A lot of consonants in those words. Not many vowels. You just got to wonder what that sounds like if you're listening to, like, a police dispatcher or something trying to give directions during <laughs> during a chase through <laughs> Cardiff or wherever Good in luck. Wales. Whew. That would have to be just gotta, hard to listen gotta to. Wipe the <laughs> wipe the schmutz off the microphone. But oh, man. Two minutes. <laughs> All right, uh, the last couple of days we've been looking at that list that timeout.com came up with, the worst Christmas songs ever inflicted on humankind. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we counted some of those down yesterday. We oh, counted right, some right. more getting... down early this morning. Now we're down to the top, top six. Top six, yeah. Yeah, the worst six ever. Number six on the list is Drummer Boy by Justin Bieber and Busta Rhymes. <laughs> 
Uh, fantastic. Barry Apparently, there. Bieber is singing the traditional hymn over a banging bass line. Huh. All right. And then rapping, I'm surprised you didn't hear this in the Bible. It also features Buster Rhymes spitting out the line, eggnog with a little sprinkle of vanilla like he's at the till in Starbucks. Huh. All right. Bieber was only 17 at the time that this terrible recording was put out. Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes was an adult. Huh. All right. There you go. Drummer Boy, number six <laughs> on the list of the 12 worst Christmas songs ever. Number five, it's got the Raging Cajun Redneck, Redneck Christmas by the Robertsons, the, the Duck Dynasty people. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, they, did, they put out a whole album of uh, Christmas songs. I've never heard of it. Raging Cajun Redneck Christmas, <laughs> number five on the list. Number four, they've got the Christmas Tree by Lady Gaga and Space Cowboy. Okay. Once again, another combination of people here. I'm not sure. Huh. Uh, the part of the lyrics in the song repeat, wake me up, put me on top, let's fa-la-la-la to the melody of Deck the Halls before spilling out all sorts of half-baked innuendos. Yeah, there's a lot of weird things going on oh, there. Yeah. Fan- fantastic. Uh, I guess it's kind of supposed to be a joke track, but I don't think it's very funny. No. Yeah. And it involves parts of the body that you probably don't hear mentioned in Christmas songs ever. So it's good. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Christmas Great. Tree by Lady Gaga and Space Cowboy, number four on the list. Worst Christmas songs ever. Uh, number three. Oh, I know this one. This one really gets people. The Christmas Shoes. That one that's supposed to pull your heartstrings. Hmm? From the Christian band New Song. I, I don't oh. know. Must not be familiar oh, with this. Oh, constant airplay. Constant. Huh. Especially back, I think, maybe during the 2000s. It just was on constantly. I, I don't know. I guess I'm not familiar uh, it's with awful. it. awful. Huh. Uh, the Christmas Shoes. All right, number two, Funky Funky Christmas by New Kids on the Block. Oh, man. Yeah. Rap song. Mm. Oh, man. I... And they, and they at one point, they all start rapping in fake English accents. It's not, oh, it's, no. Yeah. No. Funky Funky Christmas by New Kids on the Block, number two. Wow. All right. This is we're, it. We're in the number one, the worst Christmas song ever inflicted on humankind. Wow. I'm going to maybe disagree with it. Do they know it's Christmas? Band-Aid. But this was the this was not the original. This was the one 20 years later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cuz so, the original you cannot original, say that yeah. about. Uh, no. But yeah, but by then you've got uh, you know, you it, this is not that good. Uh you got vocals from Bono. Uh you know, it's it's it's, it's a lot of B and C listers by this point. Oh, I see. And, you know, the chorus isn't good. You know, if you're going to celebrate with this song, get, get the, the original from 1984. Yeah. yeah. But this the good collection one. of C and D and E listers 20 years later, no. Mm. It's, no, it's not good. Do I don't they know. know it's Christmas by Band-Aid 20? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm not the right person to be. I I didn't know about a whole lot of those, but maybe I'm not the right person. I have a tendency that when... Christmas music just starts. I just tune out. It's 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 just gone. I, I try not even to to think about it. I just not somebody who likes Christmas music. So once again, that list was put out by timeout.com and uh you know, who shows up on the list? Duck Dynasty. Duck Dynasty. Justin Bieber, multiple. Lady Gaga, Chewbacca. Yeah. Chewbacca. So, yeah, we had Chewbacca <laughs> yesterday. Uh, yeah, so it's Wow. Well, there you go. There's at least one 
outlet's take on the worst Christmas songs of all time. Wonderful. Yeah, it is 818 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. <laughs> hey, let's see what's going on in sports. And we do have college basketball here this week. We'll take start out in Kansas City, Missouri, up the T-Mobile Center yesterday, the 22nd Annual Hall of Fame Classic, Wichita State taking on Grand Canyon. Shocker offense is still not scoring very much, but the Shocker defense is really in lockdown mode right now. Grand Canyon couldn't get anything done against the Shockers, especially in the second half. At one point, the Lopes missed 14 straight shots as the Shockers were going on a 12-0 run. Mike Kennedy and Bob Hole had the call on 103.7 KEYN. Throws it out to Walton, over to Porter. Shot clock's down to three. Craig for three left wing. Good! Craig Porter beats the shot clock with a tray from the left wing. Good guy to have the ball in the hands to, with uh, at what, the shot clock going down. And the Shockers kept the offense going enough. Left wing to Porter, left corner Bell, three by Xavier. Good! Yes. Xavier Bell having his best game as a Shocker. He now has seven points, and Wichita State has matched its biggest lead now at 11. Shocks would go on to win the game by 12. 55-43 was the final score. Craig Porter Jr. led the Shockers with a double-double. 14 points, 10 rebounds. He also had four blocked shots. Shockers have won back-to-back games. They are 3-1 and one now on the season. They've won four games in a row up at the T-Mobile Center in Kansas City. I think they like playing in that venue. All right, the Shockers advance to the title game of the Hall of Fame Classic, and that is this afternoon at 1 o'clock. The Shockers, with a record of 3-1, and one, taking on undefeated San Francisco. The Dons are 5-0. and oh. And this rivalry even goes back to the 1950s when the Shocks had players like Leo Littleton and San Francisco had a guy named Bill Russell. Interesting. This will be the first meeting between the Shockers and the Dons, though, in 17 years. Mike Kennedy and Bob Hole will begin their pregame coverage at noon. The game will tip off at 1 o'clock this afternoon for Shocker basketball. Listen live on 103.7 KEYN. Of course, the T-Mobile Center is a big arena. It seats 19,000 people. Attendance yesterday, 400. Not a lot of folks yeah. coming Ouch. through the turnstiles. A lot of room to stretch out yesterday for the game up at the T-Mobile Center. All right, other men's basketball action. You've got uh, action at the fourth annual Cayman Islands Classic. There were 1,200 people at that game to see K-State and Rhode Island, and the Wildcats won 77-57. Junior, Naquan Tomlin, 15 points and five block shots. K-State off to a 4-0 start under new head coach Jerome Tang. Next up for K-State tonight, they're in the semifinals of the Cayman Islands Classic. K-State taking on Nevada. Both teams are undefeated. The Wildcats are 4-0. Nevada is 5-0. That'll tip off at 6.30 this evening in the Grand Cayman Islands. The new college men's basketball poll coming out yesterday, and now we got the Kansas Jayhawks, the defending national champions, ranked number three in the nation in both the Associated Press and the coaches' polls. KU moving up three spots in the AP poll this week. In fact, the Jayhawks even getting one first-place vote in the AP poll. North Carolina is number one, Houston at number two, Kansas now number three. Last night we had Monday Night Football action on 97.5 and 1240 KFH, the first place San Francisco 49ers taking on the Arizona Cardinals, that game in Mexico City, and it was a blowout win for San Francisco. 49ers win at 38-10. On the defensive line for the 49ers, former Kansas State Wildcat Jordan Willis played on more than half of the defensive snaps. And, uh, hey, the 49ers have won three in a row, and they're in the number three spot in the conference right now for that win on Monday Night Football. 
And we'll talk some more pro football tonight. It's the weekly edition of the Chiefs Kingdom Show. It's hosted by the play-by-play voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. That's at 6 o'clock tonight on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Good, a lot of things to talk about here on the final here on the final uh, Chiefs Kingdom Show before Thanksgiving. The Chiefs are the top team in the conference, are on a four-game winning streak, and they're getting ready to host the Los Angeles Rams on Sunday afternoon at Arrowhead Stadium. Chiefs Kingdom Show at 6 o'clock tonight. Then a little bit after that, we'll have Juco men's basketball from El Dorado. Butler Community College hosting Northwest Kansas Tech. Both teams have winning records here early in the season. Dennis Higgins with live coverage of the Butler Grizzlies at 7.15 this evening. And that is on 97.5 and 1240. KFH. That's sports with Steve and Ted. 8.23 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. And we'll be taking a look at traffic and weather coming up. And the FBI and Hunter Biden's laptop. That's next on the Sean Hannity Morning Minute, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning. It is 8.32. You are listening to 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It is Tuesday, November 22nd, currently in Wichita. Patchy fog in the area, 33 degrees. We have 95% humidity this morning. Wichita police say a kidnapping in northwest Wichita on Sunday evening came to an end in Oklahoma. A 35-year-old man told Wichita police he went into a liquor store in the 2300 block of North Amundsen just before 7 p.m. While he was inside, a suspect who was identified as 34-year-old Benjamin Brady stole his car with his 6-year-old daughter inside. Officers began searching the area and by utilizing flock cameras and license plate readers learned a vehicle was going south on the Kansas Turnpike. Neighboring counties, the Kansas Highway Patrol, Oklahoma Highway Patrol, and the Tulsa Police Department were notified of the circumstances and the vehicle's last known location. Members of the Oklahoma Highway Patrol were able to stop the car approximately 22 miles south of the Kansas-Oklahoma state line and recover the juvenile at approximately 8 p.m. Brady was taken into custody by the Oklahoma Highway Patrol and booked into the K County, Oklahoma jail for charges from their jurisdiction, awaiting extradition back to Kansas. The juvenile was brought safely back to Wichita, where she was interviewed by detectives from the Exploited and Missing Child Unit before reuniting with her family. Steve Boyer, KNSS News. Residents at the Kansas Masonic Home in Wichita are looking for a new place to live. After it was announced, the facility will be closing. Owners say the reasons are financial. Director of Sales and Marketing Jamie Bunch says the decision is not ideal. If they could have given the residents and their families more notice, they would have. This is the worst time of year to have to do this. Um, and they, they, they tried to, you know, hold off for even a couple more months, but it just, it just isn't possible. The closing will affect about 60 residents. Citing low enrollment, Southwestern College is eliminating eight majors and a couple of minors, mostly in the areas of fine arts. Southwestern University says there are 26 students enrolled in eight majors that are being cut, and the school is working to plan out each student's future. Southwestern College said it used enrollment data and the number of credit hours generated to come to the decisions on making the cuts. Those decisions 
caused some students to consider transferring to other schools. Living conditions in Taliban-controlled Afghanistan are getting worse. Another winter approaching. This is all according to the International Committee of the Red Cross. The Taliban seized power again in August last year when NATO and U.S. troops left. And immediately, Afghanistan's economy went into a tailspin. Sanctions meant billions of currency reserves were frozen. What's more, foreign aid was mostly withdrawn. The Red Cross is paying the salaries of over 10,500 of the country's medical staff and the organization's Martin Shipp says millions are suffering. We see more and more Afghans who are having to sell their belongings in order to make ends meet and people will struggle for their lives. He says the role of the Red Cross is stopgap but no country in the world has recognised the Taliban regime and there's little prospect of an end to the hardship. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. One of the nation's more popular makers of alcohol is not happy with a dog toy maker. The Supreme Court is top dog when it comes to legal cases, and Monday the justices agreed to hear a dispute that pitched Jack Daniels against the maker of a dog toy that has the whiskey maker barking with anger. The chew toy parodies the Tennessee Sour Mash Old Number 7 bottle with similar font, but instead reading the Old Number 2 on your Tennessee carpet. The toy is part of a line of VIP products called Silly Squeakers that mimic pop popular liquor, beer, wine, and soda bottles. And make no bones about it, the case could set precedent for other parody products. Tom Graham, Fox News. Now let's check our weather forecast. A couple days out from Thanksgiving, let's see what's going on with meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. A chilly start to our day here in Wichita in south-central Kansas. Temperatures will warm up a bit here this afternoon and will stay that way through Wednesday. But by Wednesday night and Thursday, we're seeing chances of rain rolling under our forecast. It'll be sunny and 59 this afternoon, clear and 38 overnight, breezy and 56 on Wednesday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holliday. Currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the south, some patchy fog in the area. It is 33 degrees and we have 94% humidity in Wichita this morning. Now it is 8.36 with Steve and Ted in the morning. That means it's time to blur that fine line between news and entertainment. That's why it's called The Blur. And here is your moderator, Jad Chambers. Jay Leno. Good news. He's headed home after receiving treatment for serious burns. With more on that, here's Fox's Kirsten Goodwin. Comedian Jay Leno released from the Grossman Burn Center in Los Angeles County. The 72-year-old receiving treatment at the facility for 10 days after suffering serious burns to his face, chest, and hands from a blaze that ignited earlier this month while he was working on a vintage car in a garage. A photo shows the former Tonight Show host posing with staff at the clinic. In a statement, his doctor says, I am pleased with Jay's progress, and I am optimistic that he will make a full recovery. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. Oh, good news there for Jay Leno. Yep, yep, get healthy. Yep, exactly. Uh, Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar is uh, planning a hearing on the Swift ticket fiasco. Um, hmm. Looks like my audio seems to be messed up here. I'm not... Uh, okay. The Justice Department are opening that antitrust investigation into Ticketmaster's parent company, Live Nation, after fans of Taylor Swift were unable to purchase concert tickets on the initial release day. Fox's... 
Hillary Vaughn with more on that one. Ticketmaster is going on an apology tour after the system meltdown that left many Taylor Swift fans without tickets in their hands, trying to fix any bad blood between Ticketmaster and the pop star and her fans. Ticketmaster is explaining what caused the chaos, saying it was a combo of bot attacks and just a lot of fans trying to get tickets, leading to unprecedented traffic on their site. They say 3.5 billion total requests. That's four times the previous peak for them. The platform says based on the volume of people that wanted tickets, Swift would need to perform over 900 stadium shows, a show every single night for the next two and a half years for everyone who tried to see her live to get tickets. <laughs> well, if you sell tickets, better know how to sell tickets. Anyway, that uh, drama continues there with the mess. Uh, ticket master and uh, all the problems there. Uh, Disney is making a change to the top of their corporate ladder. Fox's Lillian Wu with more. Meet the new boss at Disney, the same as the old boss, Bob Iger, returning as chief executive of the entertainment giant less than a year after stepping down as executive chairman. He replaces Bob Chapek, who took over as CEO two years ago. The company, which dropped the bombshell Sunday, thanked Chapek for his service and announced Iger will serve an additional two years effective immediately. The 71-year-old says he's thrilled to be asked to return and extremely optimistic about the company's future. During his 15 years at the helm, Disney absorbed Pixar, Lucasfilms, and launched Disney+. Plus. Disney shares, which had fallen 40% this year, rallying on the news. Lillian Wu, Fox News. Pearl Jam's third album, Vitalogy, released on this date in 1994, Released exclusively, Ted on vinyl first. Yeah. Uh, the format, of course, was all but dead by the time 1994 rolled right. around. But, yeah, it, it released on this day in volume a few days later, full uh, CD, cassette, that sort of thing. But, yeah, it released on vinyl on this day in uh, 1994. And going from, uh, <laughs> going from that to, hmm. Again, there's something wrong with my audio here, so let's flip that out. Going from that to this. Yeah! KC and the Sunshine Band. On this day, uh, top the U.S. pop charts with That's the Way I Like It. Uh, band's second number one hit in the uh, Billboard Hot 100. One of the few chart toppers in history to hit number one on more than one occasion during a one-month period. Did that between November and December of 1975. 75, man. <laughs> yeah, ready there to go it to is. A skating party at Skate East. Oh yeah, trotting up. KC and the Sunshine KC Band. KC and the Sunshine Band. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some excellent stuff. Uh, birthdays in television to, or in uh, the movies today. Uh, a pair of Marvel birthdays. It's kind of interesting. Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson, 38 years old today. Same birthday, actor Mark Ruffalo, The Incredible Hulk. Mark Ruffalo also uh, turning 55 today, so My. different years, but both on the same day. Oh, and then the uh, big one as far as uh, actors and actresses are concerned, Jamie Lee Curtis. Daughter of Hollywood royalty, uh, Janet Lee and Tony Curtis, 64 today. 64. Yep. Yeah. Uh, made her own mark in multiple hit movies, TV shows starting in the late 70s. Uh, let's see, the Halloween franchise, mm -hmm. Trading Places, True Lies, Freaky Friday, and of course, a fish.
called one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You said you loved him. That's right, Otto. Now, here's a multiple choice question for you. A, Wanda was lying. B, Wanda was telling the truth. Which one are you going to pick? What was the first one? <laughs> Fish called Wanda. Jamie Lee Curtis. Happy birthday. Funny She's movie. 64. Uh, and she got all that yogurt money, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she the Activa. That, that, big, that big check from Activia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good stuff there. Okay. <sighs> Heart's broken. Yesterday, oh, Bachelor in Paradise. Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, man. I'm sure Steve McIntosh was just sitting on the edge of his recliner last night watching that. Okay. Well, here it is. Kate dumps Logan. Oh, no. No. And when Jesse told us earlier to ask ourselves if we were happy or in love, the answer for those questions for me is no. And just as you're recovering from that... Shanna dumps Joey. Oh, I don't know. And, oh. she, and she's not she's pretty harsh about it. You're a great person, but I'm yeah, not but looking for that. I'm not that, though. I don't know. what. I've never even mentioned that. All these things you're saying, none of this was mentioned before. Like, TikToks, and, like, that has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, like, I want, I want a man. Like, I don't want just, someone I'm, that's on You're saying I'm not a man? I'm not saying you're not, but I don't want someone at their house <laughs> making TikToks and dancing and, like... I don't do that, though. This is almost, like, disrespectful right now, what you're doing to me. I have nothing negative to say about you. I'm not... Hmm. His voice is cracking. Yeah. Oh, what you doing to me? Oh, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> crazy but the best dump of the evening there's another one there's another one oh. <laughs> aaron oh. aaron dumps genevieve oh. yeah it just keeps going is there anything you want to say to me As much as I wish this was going to work, um, I'm at peace with the fact that it did. Oh. <laughs> oh! Is there anything you want to say to me? 25 seconds. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, Genevieve can be proud. Oh, man. She was, she was not going to say anything. That was easily the most intelligent 15 seconds of The Bachelor ever filmed. Fantastic yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. By keeping her mouth shut. <laughs> Not saying a word. Elevated that. Yeah. <laughs> really did elevate that. That's, oh, is there anything you want to say to me? Nope. <laughs> Just nothing. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry these young, attractive people can't can't find a connection can't, with each other. Can't figure it out uh, somehow. It's crazy kids. Doing, all those cameras in their grills. <laughs> yeah, these beautiful settings. And they just can't find love. Well, that was The Bachelor last night. Finally, we got a couple of uh, late-night jokes. Uh, Tonight Show, starring Jimmy Fallon. Kanye West is running for president again. Here here it is. Kanye West said that he's running for president in 2024. (laughs) To Kanye's credit, he's already united both sides in saying no thanks. Low-hanging fruit, but sometimes... A little bit. Sometimes that's pretty easy. And some Thanksgiving humor will... End things with some thank yous. Okay. Thanksgiving humor. Late night with Seth Myers. President Biden today pardoned the national Thanksgiving turkeys, chocolate and chip. And then this is weird. He sent the green bean casserole to Gitmo. <laughs> Work with what you have. That's what, yeah. Yeah, there you go. That's all we have for The Blur today, Ted. Awesome. Thank you, Jad, for hosting The Blur. And once again, we'll have more entertainment news in The Blur, of course, every weekday morning at 835. Make sure you tune in. It's always a great segment. 
All right, it's 846 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. We do have a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal coming up. We'll tell you about a big uh, infrastructure funding bill and see how Kansas fared out of all that. KNSS News Time, 846. Eight fifty with Stephen Ted in the morning here on ninety eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. A local business update from the Wichita Business Journal is coming up. We'll take a look at a local fitness business and how it's doing. All right, now it's time for three big things. Three. Former Wichita Police Chief Gordon Ramsey joining three other current or former members of law enforcement in their legal claims against the city of Wichita. Two. Death toll from the five point six magnitude earthquake that shook. The Indonesian island of Java, death toll at 268, expected to keep rising. 151 people are still missing. One. College men's basketball, Wichita State beat Grand Canyon 55-43 yesterday at the Hall of Fame Classic in Kansas City, Missouri. The Shocks will play for that tournament championship this afternoon at 1 o'clock, taking on undefeated Nevada. Listen to the Shockers on 103.7 KEYM. Three big things with Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. We have a stalled out vehicle southbound, the night 135, right there at 1st and 2nd Street exit. So watch for a slowdown around that. Luckily, the traffic volumes have died down quite a bit out there. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. And our weather forecast here, just a couple days out from Thanksgiving. We're looking at a sunny day today, a high of 59 degrees. We'll be under a clear sky tonight, low down to 38. And tomorrow, the day before Thanksgiving, it'll be a breezy and mostly cloudy day on Wednesday with a high of 56. Currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the south, a little bit of patchy fog in some areas. It's 33 degrees, and we have 94% humidity in Wichita here on this Tuesday morning. Coming up, the Glenn Beck program, of course, is after us from 9 to 11 a.m. this morning. And uh, Glenn Beck is out this week. He'll be back next week. Pat and Stu are hosting the show this week. One of their topics will be the the Biden administration giving more than a billion dollars to keep California's last nuclear plant open. One of the many topics on the Glenn Beck program coming up, of course, right after us every weekday morning from 9 to 11 here on KNSS. Now let's get a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. Kansas leveraged more than $458 million in the first year of a major federal infrastructure funding bill. That jump-started almost 200 projects statewide, including more than two dozen across the south-central region of the state. That's according to an industry group study. Nationally, more than 29,000 new infrastructure projects have launched since the passage of the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act. Uh, Wichita's Gold Project, that's up at the North Junction up there, I-235, I-135, K-254, K-96, the big interchange, received some of the largest funding amounts in the state, according to that research, as that uh, Jobs Act provided more than a trillion dollars in federal spending during a five-year period, half a trillion dollars in new spending on transportation, broadband, water, and air infrastructure. On average, federal funds support about 57% of state capital spending in Kansas for highway construction, also for right-of-way purchases and planning and design work on a lot of those projects. 
Well, after a year of transition and challenges, a local fitness business has a new Northwest Wichita location, and it's probably already providing a boost. Jazzercise Wichita, recently moving into its new 2,600-square-foot space in the 8,400 block of West 13th. Uh, They had a grand reopening uh, early last month that brought uh, 25 new people through the doors, and about half those folks signed up as new members. Uh, Jazzercise Wichita now has 85 members. Uh, uh, the organization part of a worldwide jazzercise brand, which has more than 8,300 franchises teaching classes each week around the, the globe. Uh, membership did dip last year here in Wichita, maybe impacts to the pandemic, and uh, the business needed to use some temporary space in advance of being able to move into their new, longer-term location. Which Jazzercise Wichita was previously at uh, 2660 North Ridge Road, uh, near 21st Street and Ridge, but it was able to utilize a temporary space next door to its current location prior to the move. Now they're at 8404 West 13th Street. That's Jazzercise Wichita. That's a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. Local business updates in the 7 and the 8 o'clock hour. Steve and Ted right here every weekday morning. U.S. Senator from Kansas, Jerry Moran, is going to be in town today. This afternoon he's going to tour Textron E-Aviation. And uh, so that's interesting. He'll be at Textron E-Aviation. That's in the 5700 block of East Pawnee. So Senator Jerry Moran is in town today, and he'll be uh, exploring one of the local Wichita businesses. We're coming up on 855 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Of course, uh, we only have one more show this week. Uh, Wednesday, we, uh, Stephen Ted will be off on Thursday and Friday. We'll have special programming those days. But glad uh, you're with us here today and be with us tomorrow. We're going to have a big show tomorrow, of course, kind of previewing everything going up on Thanksgiving Weekend, we'll talk about uh, the holiday. We'll talk about Black Friday sales. We've got all the uh, football coming up, so we'll we'll hit a lot of big sports. We've got a lot of football and basketball going on. So we will have a jam-packed show tomorrow morning as well. So Roy's glad you're with us every morning as we uh, bring you the latest in news and business and everything going on in our community. Yeah. Yep, we'll look forward to it tomorrow. So we'll be on the air, as usual, from 6 to 9 tomorrow morning. All right, we want to thank you for listening today. Be sure to stay tuned for Glenn Beck coming up right after us from 9 to 11. After that, the Dana Show with Jane Lash. You've got the Sean Hannity Show. we got news updates for you all day long. So it's a real pleasure to be with us. Thank you. Steve and Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS Wichita. Have a great Tuesday. During November, we-